Content, 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 dog. This guy can't tell a wrist lock from a wrist watch. You know nothing, Kelly Cole. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that. Yep, they're just phoning it in. If you're not watching everything, it means nothing. The large print giveth and the small print taketh away. You guys are talking about Maven from Tough Enough, right? You, sir, are an idiot. You said bring five, I brought ten. Please give us a five-star review. Tell your friends about us. Tell them that uh, we're always rambling. Live on Facebook every Wednesday at 7 p.m. You can find us at facebook.com backslash royalramble304. And you can also find us on Twitter at royalramble304. Ramble on! What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Royal Ramble. I'm John Covey Cole, Steve New, Derek Jones, Brian Reznor. Derek, where in the hell was you at last week, pal? I had an unfortunate... Uh... I noticed you got Happen a little stance. shiner there on your on your right eye there. What happened to you, old buddy? Well, I was I was on my way here. I was coming to the Ramble in the Bank, and I made it as far as your studio parking lot. And then beyond that, I have no clue. So what you're saying is you chickened out, and you want us to think that you got took out before you got to the show last week. You afraid Loving was going to put it look, on you? I, look, we we kind of touched base on this before you started the show, but we can talk about it afterwards because. I'm not a not a big fan of the way things went down. Okay. Uh, Steve, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm worried about Derek. I mean, at least somebody all, out here is. We all. I mean, I'm the all the way over in Florida. I don't know what's going on. What are you? We talking all about? came in the house last week. Derek's here, try to compete for the Ramble in the Bank, and then I never even seen him last week, but. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, Did something hit you? or I had to have. I mean, and I don't know that it was something as much as it was someone. What are you looking at me for? I didn't have nothing to do with it. I was in here. <clears throat> Who else would have done it? Who else knew I was coming? A couple people. You, you and Mike Loving, you think Mike Loving's going to jump me from behind? Uh, yeah, uh, actually, he was carrying maybe. a ladder. My, maybe. My, Michael, maybe. Michael talks smack 24-7. He did have a ladder last week. So. Nope. It definitely wasn't a ladder. Yeah, you'd, I'd say you'd see somebody swinging a ladder. I feel, I feel like no, I'd have known somebody hit me like with Perry a ladder. This is like Perry Mason, though. Who had the motive? Who had the motive to take Derek Jones out of the Ramble in the Bank competition? See? Pretty, pretty. 75% of our audience just said, who the fuck is Perry Mason? <laughs> <laughs> There's your F-bomb for the for the month, Brian. Yeah, I only get one. I only get one. <laughs> and you used it on Perry Mason. That's I awesome. did. I, I figured it was the great spot for it. Watch me TV at 12 o'clock every night, and you'll know who Perry I, Mason is. I know who Perry Mason is. I just I said 70% of our right. audience That's did. The smartest man in any room you're in, Brian, but. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Wait, I'm not in that room. I'm, I'm in this room by myself. <laughs> his his, so his point stands. So the motive, stands. though, for... Mm. Look, I, look, I've had time to sit and, I would say, think about it, but it's really stew on it. So. I don't know why you keep giving me that look, Derek. I ain't nothing to do with it. Who else well, John, would have... I mean, all the... 
Sorry, John. All the arrows point to you. What do I got to gain from taking him out? I, I wasn't worried about him. Oh, you said before the competition that you perceived Derek to be the biggest threat. Now, I don't know whether this Derek would have beat the other Derek, but you kept saying you thought Derek Jones was your biggest competition, then all of a sudden your biggest competition ends up laid out out in the parking lot. How, how about this? How, maybe how about Loving's this? ladder fell on you as you were coming in the door or something. Well, if Loving brought a ladder, it wasn't more than two steps, so I know it didn't <laughs> fall on me. He said it was one of those big words. Deals. All right, all right. How about, how about this? Okay, I don't know what happened. And I'm not real sure what you guys are talking about. But if you're being serious right now, then, John, you were taking this whole thing way too serious. What are you, you, you say, you're saying I'm, I did it now, too? I had nothing to do with it. Saying. I was in here on the show. Like, well, the, the video. Saying, ever since I don't you started think, wearing sunglasses. I don't want to believe that. Yeah, I like like the episode when he was late and I had to open the show. The video was cute. You know, we get it. You're the Royal Ramble champion. You know, Richie gave you the belt because you didn't have a chance to it win it. It was a birthday present, I, Derek. I get it. That That's all well and good. It's a great part of the show. I enjoyed it. Everybody enjoyed it. It was funny. It was a good time. You, you're pushing that envelope a little far, though. Well, whatever, man. Let's move well, on to the show. Um. Well, I kind of want to do the show now. I kind of want to hire you, my attorney to. What do you, you think, Steve? I told you what I think. I, I, do you think you're I got something to do with it? You, so you I tell, think you're the only person with motive. I might find me a new attorney. Jesus. Hey, you know well, what? Gavin, you did, Paul, Gavin, you did look Josh. more innocent with the glasses off. When you took the glasses off, I started to think you didn't do it. Okay. Put them back on. I don't know. Look at me. Look at me, Derek. I had nothing to do with it. No. All right, let's let's go on. We'll figure it out. All right. Well, Derek Stowers is the Ramble of the Bank uh, right. winner. Congratulations, Derek! Great showing. He's got a year to uh, put the title uh, to def the, to put up the challenge against me. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You mean I had a year? <laughs> Wait, what did Kenny Dunn say? Uh, I don't know what he said. Sorry, my peripherals are off a little bit there. <laughs> is this a KO joke or something? Or did really Molly Wap Derek? Yeah, man, somebody took him out last week. That's why he wasn't here. I don't know I, what the deal is. I mean, you These know. These guys are thinking it's me, Kenny. I don't know why. I did not say that it was you. I just said you did a lot of smack talking. You had motive. You had opportunity, even though you were in here and seemingly had an alibi. That and Steve Perry Mason. A, that wouldn't have stopped you from having uh, a neighbor. A couple of sons out of the middle of nowhere. If my little guys took Derek out, then that's his problem. That's all I'm saying. My little, I don't know. Oh, really? I kind of I, I kind of don't appreciate that, guys. I thought we was buddies, and y'all sitting there insinuating that I took out Derek because I was worried I, he was going to come after my championship. You know, just for the record, I do think the big one might be dangerous one day. <laughs> the oldest one or the, uh, the, the heavy set one? The bigger one. Jonah, yeah, my jo jo Yeah, Jonah is is going to be dangerous one day. Chris says it was uh, the damn uh, Sam Squanch that attacked Derek. Exactly Sam Squanch, <laughs> damn Sam Squanch, Ricky. <clears throat> or it might have been that bear that ran down. There Neville was a there Street was a bear down running Second Street. Yeah, 
Did you did you happen to see that video, Brian? I sure did. I sure did. That's running through Beckley. Uh, he was at Chase. I thought maybe he just needed an account balance or uh, running uh, through Beckley. The, running through Beckley that late at night. I'm surprised he didn't get shot. Right, right. But he was the, about the least dangerous thing in Uptown Beckley at that time of the night. I can tell you that. <laughs> right. I'll tell you what, guys. I don't know about you, gentlemen, but I was excited for this week of pro wrestling. It was a great week. Yeah. Um, I could have did anything with my con, uh, WWE-related, if I wanted to. But I decided to keep my pros and my cons in All Elite Wrestling just because that's the new hype train. That's what I'm excited about. We're actually going to dive into that pretty heavy here after a while. But... I'm going to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, greedy. And I'm going to start with the pros. And okay. We'll go from there. All right. Uh, for me, my pro of the week was Cody versus Dustin from entrance to exit. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Whenever Cody said, I don't need a friend, I don't need a partner, and he choked up and said, I need my older brother, I choked up a little bit. You know when the last time it was wrestling made me feel that way, Steve? I'll just say it's been many, many, many years since I felt that. Um, when Arn Anderson was standing in the ring. And- no, it was when Paul Orndorff uh, had to quit wrestling. Mm. That was, that was, you know, that was a thing. Yeah. But it was just something about that whole match. And even if it wasn't ahead, all the blood, which was brilliant. I don't know if Dustin was supposed to go that deep, but it was it really added to what the uh, presentation was. But even if you didn't have that, I think it would have been great. I tell you, part of the reason why it seemed like it was that much is how rare that type of blood has been for the last, oh, 15 mm-hmm. or so years. Absolutely. Like, if you watched Dusty Rhodes, Terry Funk, Matches. If you watched Abdullah Bruiser Brody, if you watched Mick Foley and just about anybody, you're used to that kind of juice. You know, you Rick Rick Flair had uh, some unbelievable matches. Where oh, absolutely. He just bled to death. The the fact is, you just haven't seen anything like that. Maybe that was homage to their father, and and Dustin, you know, bled like that. But oh my goodness. I thought it felt like Flair and Dusty. The match felt like Flair and Dusty. I mean, yeah. it really did. Yeah, I was I was blown have, away. Have you guys seen the side by side? Yeah, I posted the, the, it earlier. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, okay, that that must have been on. I, I'm I'm on so many wrestling. <laughs> just, I, they all run together eventually. But the the side by side of the Dusty promo where he asked to be Dustin's partner versus the the end of the match. Uh, at all elite at, at double or nothing, it was just amazing. I mean, I, I you couldn't have asked for a better presentation, in my opinion. You know the the whole thing with the uh, Triple H chair and the hammer. Some out there call it cheesy. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed that too, except for the what's his name with the stormtrooper mask, uh, Excalibur, <laughs> or no wait, no. The guy that fell coming through the shock door. Master. Shock, shock master. master. There was a little bit of shock master <laughs> pyro uh, that that 
came off of the throne there, and you know that was a little troubling. Uh, I think it would have been better to just make the throne out of plaster and let him beat the hell out of it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> I mean, if you make that thing out of plaster, he could have destroyed it. Oh, and it sure. Would have looked even better. But no, I, I I liked it too because it was saying, you know, I to me it said I know who held me back, and you know, now Brian, you didn't like that aspect of it uh, because. I'm a huge Triple H fan. I, I so love I love Triple H. Number I, one, I, number I love one, Hunter. I, mean, I think he's the best thing in WWE right now. And all you got to do is watch NXT to, to yeah, know that. Wally. And what you said about uh, about Triple H being the one that hold it, held him down, I don't believe that. I don't believe Triple H held him down. I believe that Vince McMahon held him down. I, I don't I don't think that it was that it was Triple H at all. Then, if if it's not that and Triple H didn't hold Cody back, then it was a total Brandy and I want to be the next Triple H. And or, Oh, he's McMahon. definitely or, playing that. He's definitely or, playing that role. Maybe uh, Hunter and Cody have spoken, and there's turmoil with Hunter and Stephanie, and they're going to get a divorce, and Triple H is going to leave and come to AEW for Cody versus Triple H. At next year's Double or Nothing, which is going to be triple or everything. And if that's the case, I want to be Triple H's divorce lawyer. I know that much. <laughs> yeah, so that's not going to happen. But uh, <laughs> to me, I, I loved that segment of the match. But Cody's talked about it f- from the beginning. I don't think it was a pure shot at Vince McMahon or Triple H specifically. He said it from day one. It's not just brother versus brother. It's generation versus generation. And Triple H is such a key factor in a generation of wrestling, that he's such a noticeable icon. Well, what else would I do? If that's the case, though, why not have the Undertaker's, Undertaker's emblem and set it on fire? We could have. That would have been great. But uh, Undertaker's no, not relevant right now. That's but trademarked. It's the Undertaker. That's trademarked. Yep. That Iron Cross. That is not. Reckon, the Iron Cross itself and the throne are not trademarked. So... Everybody gets the vibe, right. but you aren't committing trademark infringement on your second ever pay-per-view. <laughs> right. so they've got lawyers somewhere at AEW, I'm but, just saying. Yeah. So you got enough of the symbolism right. there. And and that's what that's all it was, is I'm about to kill this generation. My brother was a part of it, and I'm about to put him out the well, pasture. Well, and the announcer said, Excalibur said that a lot. Right. Look, this is, atti- this is the death of the attitude. Era. Right, and if you even look... It, Cody's weight belt didn't say nightmare family like it normally does. It said attitude killer. So he's killing the you know, attitude era. I just I, I don't understand I don't understand why that is the uh you know, why is that the cape you want to wear? Because you know, there's that, so many wrestling fans out there today that can't let go of that old generation of wrestling to enjoy what's new going on now. And that's what he wants to do. He's trying to get out of that shadow and show you there is an alternative to, product. You don't now. have to kill it. I mean, there's the funny well, I mean, thing it, about time. It, it, it dies. Uh, time, time marches on regardless. Not you don't Tracy have, Lawrence but, but not with Vince McMahon. That's why Undertaker and Bill Goldberg are headlining a pay-per-view. And there's people well, yeah, but, who uh, see that. I know. She's who wants to see that? Hell, that's terrible. Grandma. So uh, other than the entrance, Brian, how did you feel about the match? Or, or, it was you fantastic. Did you really enjoy it? It was fantastic. I've watched it four times. I loved every minute of it. I, I mean, Dustin is so good, and Cody is so good. And it's the the two of them 
have such good chemistry that it's just, you know, it, it just works. Everything that they did was great. And the spanking with the bell, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. When he pulled Cody's drawers down, a la Ric Flair, and then took that weight belt to him, I thought I was That was the only thing I didn't like in that match, and I'll tell you why. Because Cody pulled his string out to loosen up his trunks before it happened. <laughs> right. You know, take a bump and then get ready, Cody. Exactly. Come on, man. That's the only thing I didn't like about that. So Not, not so much the spot. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> it's too early. It is too early. But, uh, okay. All but, right. yeah, that's my pro. We could stay there for a while. But, like I said, we're going to talk more about AEW. Actually, pretty much, I could be wrong, but probably most of this show is going to be about AEW. Oh, I don't know. There's some. Not for me, because for the second week in a row, I ain't watched no WWE TV. I watched a couple uh, clips, but I got a, I got, I've been chewing on uh, uh, AEW's Blue Chew. I'm ready to roll, boys. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Steve. What's your pro of the week? My pro this week, since John, if if somebody before me hadn't taken that, I would have taken the ending. That's why I had to go first. I, I knew but, somebody was going to snatch it up. I, all right. My pro this week is MJF, and specifically Maxwell Jacob Friedman's promo with Bret Hart in the ring. That was good. I that met good. that young man in April in New York. And if you don't know his story, you don't watch him on MLW. I personally think MJF is the future of professional wrestling. That kid has everything going for him. And he is, he's got that Tully Blanchard thing about him that you just want to hate from the Burberry scarf to the. You know, he kind of stole Jericho's gimmick with that star scarf, didn't he? I, Jericho had never wore Burberry. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of scarves scarves he wears, but I've never seen a Burberry one that probably cost twelve hundred dollars or more. So anyway, I love MJF, and he said stuff. I I, I love those promos, and if AEW is going to let their wrestlers do stuff the way that MJF did with Bret Hart. When he said, oh, watch out, Brett, there's a fan coming, I thought I was going to roll out of my chair and into the floor. But this kid is quick-witted. He's quick on his feet. Uh, you know, he's got a nice build. He works out really well. He's great on the mic. I've seen something on the Internet today where <laughs> somebody was asking him a question about something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, a media guy, and he told him he was going to sue him. <laughs> <laughs> that does not That's surprise great. me. Uh, now, in MLW, MJF is part of a, a stable of three wrestlers that have a couple of other guys, but he's so far ahead of of them uh, that it's not even funny. So I was so I, glad that they give him that much time Yeah, Double or Nothing, because like you said, I agree with you. Dude's hot fire. What is he, Derek? 24? 23. 23. 23 years wow. old. And I'm telling you, he is the future. It would not surprise me. That, I mean, if he, he wrestles for MLW now, I look for them to try to make him AEW exclusive by the fall, by the time of, of TV time. So, But he feels really loyal uh, to Bauer and MLW. You know, that kind of feels like his first big break. Uh 
I, it wouldn't surprise me for WWE to come along and try to scoop him up at the first chance that they can. Well, I think, hopefully uh, just... Mox and uh, Jericho and Cody and Dustin can get in his ear mm -hmm. because if he goes to WWE, he'll just get lost in the shuffle He's like everybody else. going to be another else. EC3. Or, you know, I mean, yeah. Or uh, Spears. What's uh, Dillinger's Sean name? Sean Spears. Sean Spears. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. You know? so, see where it, he officially signed with uh, All Elite Wrestling this week. Mm -hmm. So that's great to know. So anyway, my, my, my pro this week's MJF. I, I love him. I think he's a great talent. And on a side note, that's his persona. He, he is an absolutely humble and nice Young man, he's very. He was very respectful in the locker room to all of the veterans. He was trying to take tips from Cornette and anybody else more experienced. No, Steve. What, what happened was is uh, Cornette and him was talking, or and uh, he said, "You walk up, Cornette's like, hey, that's the guy with all the money right there. <laughs> no, be cool to him. No, be cool to him. Now there's a couple other people in that building <laughs> that night that had a couple more dollars, had a couple old more Steve dollars than, than me, uh, but." He was he was just a really nice kid. He was willing to learn from you know fellow young stars or older guys like uh, L.A. Park. You know anybody uh, that he could get a, a tip from that night about how to make his appearances. And I think he had three on the show between the Battle Royal, a six man tag, and another match because they taped a bunch for TV. I'll yeah, hush. That's great. Uh, but I'm with you 100%. Fine, I'm excited fine, fine to see where he's man. going. Fine young man. Fine young man. Probably next to he, – he was one of the top five favorite things for me from Double or Nothing. Yeah. By far. Yeah. Derek, what was your pro of the week? So I could I could take that whole card top to bottom and and tell you a pro from sure. everything that happened, but I'm not going to waste everybody's time because I know we got to keep going and we're going to talk more we'll in depth we'll about it. So I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. Uh, it it could have been Cody and Dustin. It absolutely should have been MJF because I am a huge fan, have been for a while. Come straight out of CZW into MLW. He, he's fantastic. He's absolutely fantastic. But my pro, you know, you mentioned it just a second ago, but my pro is Sean Spears signing with AEW, making his way oh. into the Battle Royal. I am a Ty Dillinger fan. Uh, and the, what was his name when Sean kicked him in the face? Stan? Stan. Stan. He's Stan. been around for a while. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, when just a, a, a backroom producer with a headset on uh, playing somebody to, to take a bump for, for Michaels. I mean, it was great. Um, but, yeah, I, like I said, he was he was great when he come, come up. I think the only reason – I'm an aesthetics guy, like the way things look. The only reason nobody pushed him in WWE is because the guy didn't wear wrist tape. I was excited he wore wrist tape to the pay-per-view. So you're telling me he didn't wear wrist tape in WWE? Right. But yeah. he did at Double or Nothing? Right. That's great. It's great. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Right. You know, like I said, I don't know what it is. I like the little things, like the, the Velcro on the belts drove me insane. <laughs> I hate that. Hate that. I, like, I can't look at a world title the same way anymore. Hey, I Derek, mean, <laughs> I ain't got Velcro on my title. Yeah. Anyway, um, but the aesthetics of wrestling is what gets me now. I can watch it for what it's supposed to be, or I can zoom in on things and completely focus on them. But Sean Spears showing up in AEW, that, that was perfect for me. Uh, may I ask, did you guys notice during the AEW? Well, never, never mind. I'm, I never mind. It may be somebody's con. It's not my con, so I don't want to jump in on something. Derek saying the aesthetics. Well, like the dude with uh, no legs. That's no, that, that guy's feet oh. never did hit the floor. I don't know how he <laughs> lost that battle royal. Oh, that's prosthetics. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, the, or the lack thereof. 
Yeah, the lack thereof. Brian, what was your pro tink, of the tink, week? Tink, tink, tink. My pro of the week oh, could have been tink. any of your pros because I was excited about all three of them. But I'm going to go with my pro of the week being Talk is Jericho featuring John Moxley and getting nice. an inside peek. It today. Amazing. Yeah. Yep. Getting an inside peek of what was going on in, uh, in John Moxley, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose's head, the entire time while he was building up to, uh, to leaving the WWE. Um, wow. I mean, it was just incredible. I'm not even usually a fan of talk is Jericho. I think that, uh, the Jericho is a, a lackluster podcast host, but the, uh, the Dean Ambrose or John Moxley episode of, uh, of Chris, uh, of Chris Jericho's podcast yeah. was exceptional. I can't hear us right now, but I'm not putting this dick over the mic. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was... I was telling you before the show started, whenever I I had to drive, I had to take a delivery out this morning, and before I go to my deliveries, I usually listen to a podcast, and I opened up my podcast there, was looking to see what was there, and I seen Jericho had John Moxley on, and I said, ooh, that's going to be a good one. And it, it did not disappoint. Like you said, I mean, there's just so much to touched on. He kind of gives you the last year of his time with WWE and how he was feeling and how he tried to salvage the relationship but Vince just kept saying nope, it's, my, it's my show you do it this way this is this way well I mean and you know I think you could tell that when he was getting the vaccinations and stuff that Ambrose wasn't into it he did not like those angles where he's got his pants half down and he's getting vaccinated from the people and He's got to wear a gas mask and all of that. I mean, that 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 was 100% Vince, and Ambrose was having none of it. Moxley, Moxley. We don't... Potato, potato. FKA. Ambrose. FKA. Yeah, there you go, FKA. Yes, that would be formerly known as. Vaccination. That's Metallica song. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. You know that, Brian? No, it's impregnation. Oh. You said that a couple of weeks ago. I think anything with an Asian is a Metallica song, uh, but that was that was that was a good one. All of you guys had a good one. Even uh, even surprisingly, Derek had a good one. I was impressed. Surprisingly, yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> had a good. Well, John saying, Covey Cole. When I two that, years when I ago, you, you wouldn't have one. known anybody on that card other than <laughs> Cody and Dustin. Jericho. Yeah, Jericho. Jericho. I'm late to the party as well, but I, I yeah, but got you to you report. own it and I you got, appreciate I, it, right? Right. <laughs> My call of the week is Derek being back on the show. I mean, when the Super Smash Brothers showed up, did you mark out as hard as I did? Or who did the you? hell is that? Exactly. That's freaking Mario. Exactly. What the hell is the Super Smash Brothers doing in wrestling? Is that the is that the goofballs that? Uh, he, uh, he, come he, out whenever the lights went off. Yeah, evil Uno That's and Stu Grayson. That's my call of the week. How is that your con? Because you got all these new wrestling fans watching the show. Okay, me for instance, not new wrestling fans, but new fans, new eyes on the independent product, so so to speak. Uh, which I know there's been many options for many years. Impact, Ring of Honor. Uh, and had you been watching Ring of Honor, you'd know who they were. But I haven't been, okay? They were able to pull uh, me that's out. That's not true. I watched Ring of Honor. I didn't know who the hell those they guys were. They were able to pull me out and get me to watch this show. And, okay, if you're doing something like this, I, I, I love the spot. It's a great idea. But if you're going to do it, you got to have a well-known 
uh, wrestler there, whether it be a singles wrestler or a tag team, whatever. You got to have Agreed. somebody known there. Agreed 110%. Well, I mean, Sorry, Derek. I, I, I agree with I think it took away from a very great tag team match, an undercard tag team match, which is hard to do. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't the Young Bucks. Right. You know, this was an undercard tag team match, and they had just wrestled and had a hell of a good match. I, well, for, I, for instance, if, if like, the lights would have went out and when they came back on, there's Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, that would have been huge. If the lights yeah. would have went off and it came back on and the Revival were standing there, mm-hmm. that would have been huge. Now, given I know that neither one of those could happen, but you have to get somebody of that namesake or, to, to be in that spot. Or, guys, or it, just don't do it. Or, yeah. Right, or, or just don't do it. Or let them jump the guys in the back or something like that. Anytime there is a who are you chant, who, 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 I see that tomorrow night. No, you're not. Pittsburgh. Are you really? Oh, yeah. You got room for I one call more? that a bargain. The best, best I ever had. had. The best I, I ever had. had. You ever seen him before? Yeah, three times. Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe I need to get jumped more often. <laughs> anytime that, uh, anytime there is a who are you chant cannot be possibly good. No. But see, and and nothing against those guys because they look and, like they and might sh- and that have was, a good thing going. And but. that was the most disappointing part of the show was the "Who are you?" chant. These are a bunch of indie wrestling fans coming to this no, show no, and no, had no, no, no clue no. what they're watching. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Jay Wow was in the front row. You think Jay Wow knows what CZW and ROH and Impact and uh, all of that is? Absolutely. I, I absolutely. Doubt it. And that's that's well, her problem. Not I, wa- I, I watch ROH. I'd never seen those guys before. To so, me, it looked like a guy playing cosplay of one half of the Viking experience, and <laughs> and the other guy, I didn't know what. I was like, "What's this big?" So they this, they just this they wrestled. Dressed, dressed like hey, Derek, a bumblebee. real quick, real quick, Derek. Linda Childers is on uh, uh, Facebook here. See? He says he feels your pain. See. They just had a feud with the Bucks in, in Ring of Honor just before they transitioned out at the War of the Worlds tour. Years ago, when they come through Ring of Honor the first you time. You know who that should have been? Should have been the damn Briscoes. That's who it should have been. That's exactly and they, who And it they could have got the Briscoes. They're if still contracted get, to Ring of Honor. They can't get the Briscoes. Exclusive can't, can't rent them? Yeah. That's I, why Marty's not there. Well, the. It's, uh, well, guess. if you think about it, Cody and the Young Bucks, uh, they kind of did Ring of Honor pretty dirty. It's like, uh, hey, let's put on a show together. And they're like, oh, okay, that's how we do it. See you later, bud. We're going to start our own promotion now. So well, if, if in, Ring of in, Honor in has favor, ill will towards AEW, in, I can In a return why. favor, they sold out the garden for him and wasn't even on the card. Because mm-hmm. that's why everybody bought the tickets to the World Watch the Garden Show. Sure, sure. I mean, hey, you did us a solid. Here, have another one back. Probably my boy again. But he, but even show. the the first tour of Ring of Honor with Super Smash Brothers, they they were the first team to to pick off El Generico and Kevin Steen had one of the best uh, series of matches. What about talking Alex Shelley into coming back and bringing the Motor City Machine Guns there after the lights came back on? That would have been cool. Uh, that that would have yeah, been fine. Yeah, if you can talk Him Shelley coming into coming out of back. Retirement, right? Right. Well, I let's mean, move on. They, let's move on, gentlemen. Uh, Steve, dude, what was my your call con this week? Um, Real simple. The Judas effect. I think it is the lamest finisher 
that I have ever seen in 38 years. You know what happens when you hate on the goat's new finisher? You know what happens, Steve? Of all of the great moves that he's was it a back basically a back elbow? It it it, the velocity of it is no different than somebody in the corner and doing this laying an elbow. There is no more velocity from him spinning. Even Jr. could not polish that turd. And Kenny Omega has taken everything that Jericho's got, and I'm supposed to believe that he knocked him out with an elbow smash. It's awful. It. I don't. I don't even. I usually I like you, Steve, but I usually agree with you. But I enjoyed seeing a new move from Jericho. Well, I, I enjoy I, a new move. I understand why he's why he's leaning in that direction. The Weaver Lock. The figure four leg lock, the Judas Indian effect. death lock. Oh god, the Judas. Uh, yeah, it's a movie. Uh, he stabbed us all in the back. It's a movie he can do to anybody though. We are used to seeing Jericho introduce moves that are awesome, and yeah. this was this was very. I'll hate to use this word twice in the same podcast, but but uh, lackluster. Hey, well, you don't use your F word for the month, Brian. Yeah. No, Lack- la- lackluster. lackluster. Oh, okay. la- and you know what? The first time I used lackluster, I was talking about Jericho too. Lackluster, and I love Jericho. Don't get me I, wrong. I, I love Chris Jericho. He's my age. He's out there getting it done. Forty-eight years old. He's carrying a few extra pounds, but of course, all of us are. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's how so, I'm supposed to look. In our Steve. late forties, we're not as svelte as we were at twenty-two. Yeah, but, tell, it uh, tri- tell it to Triple H. He's tell still, Triple H that. Triple H right. looks like a million dollars. I will tell juice, him and like whoever's this. giving him the roids that very thing, Brian Reznor. And well, I'll outlive Triple H, by the way. But anyway, I thought Jericho looked good. I th- he wrestled. He had a little bit of ring rust. But, I mean, man, him and Omega, I, it was everything that I thought it was going to be and, and more uh, besides Omega's hair. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> chia pet running and, around, and then man, you gonna keep talking and steal all my cons, Steve. Gracious, Damn. that back elbow. Uh, before, all right, let's on. go to Derek's comment. Before we do, uh, Lyndon Childers says, "Did you guys not realize that Jericho versus Omega Two was a more violent match?" John Covey called Derek Jones. What? Uh, I, I I did realize that, but I was not as invested. You know why? Because the story wasn't there for me the way it was with Cody and Dustin. It was a good match, but it just lost, lost some. Uh, um, Pizzazz for me. I thought the promos and the buildup were good. They were. They were. You know, Omega saying he doesn't train like me. He can't prepare for me. He he's not me. He's not. He's older than I. I mean, all those things. I for the first time I liked Kenny Omega as a performer. Uh, we'll talk more about that here shortly, Lyndon. Derek, what was your con of the week? Let Brian go. I was Brian chomping at the bits over. No, just um, um, my, my con will will encase everyone else's. So oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, Steve stole my con, but I'm going to say it anyway because it needs to be said again. Is uh, Kenny Omega's freaking hair? There wasn't a whole lot of cons out there this week. I, I enjoyed. Uh, actually, I could say Raw as a whole as an answer to AEW's uh, Double or Nothing was was pretty pretty con ish, but uh, it still didn't beat. Kenny Omega's hair looking so freaking terrible. Like, sorry, go ahead. I hate to, uh, you know, I hate to even say that a haircut is my was my focus this week on uh, my con, (laughs) 
But man, what a, like what was going on there, Derek? Like it really looked like he had like he had like dyed parts of it gray, then wadded it up, and then used a whole can of hairspray and like chopped half of it off. It was like some really weird hairdo that I I didn't understand. Can you shine light on that and make me understand it? Is this something I'm not getting? On I, Kenny's hair? I've lost my hair years ago, but if that was the only choice I had, I would have gladly shaved my head. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you'd, ha- you'd have to ask Kenny Omega. I, I mean, that, that's what he wanted. That's what he kind of It kind of resembled a wet cat that had been dipped in glue mm-hmm. on the side of his head. Mm-hmm. It was Or I, a dog's hind end, what, what's got the mange. Uh, he very possibly. much looked like he had the mange. I don't understand it. I, I don't understand Kenny's hairdo. Just as much as I don't understand why Jericho was like, I got this event coming up at AEW. It's going to be like the change of the guards. We're going to do the biggest match ever. And I'm going to be in Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho part two. Forget the gym. Somebody pass me the donuts. <laughs> They're like, what are you doing, Jericho? Like Jericho looked like Flair looked when he, when he was – you know, sixty still wrestling. I, I I didn't understand. Like I didn't understand either of those things. But you know, despite the fact that Kenny looked like he had a mop on his head, uh, only on the side, and Jericho looked like he had ate way too many donuts, it was a tremendous match. Oh, and yeah. it was it was better. It was better than Omega Alpha Omega One. I agree. And and it was a great match. It, and I wasn't I, saying it was a bad match earlier for uh, um, Lyndon comment i'm just uh, when i said that cody versus dustin was my favorite match of all time probably and i I may just be saying that because it's fresh in my brain and i needed that uh boost as a fan but i'd like to revisit this a couple months down the line and see if i still stand firm on that match because it was amazing i loved jericho's promo after the match that was great everything about it was great except for jericho's appearance and Kenny Omega's appearance. So my con of the week, uh, like I said, it encases everybody's con as a con. I hate that people pick this apart so much and in so much detail and had so much negativity about it. To me, that show was perfect for what it was supposed to be. And not not just talking about you guys, but even, like the internet Kenny's has hair. blown up on this show, like, building up to it, it was going to be the greatest thing, greatest thing, greatest thing, and those same people are just ripping it to shreds instead of enjoying it for what it's supposed to be. I even e- even the library skit. Shh. Even, even the <laughs> dual librarians, because I know why they're doing it. That was Smiley Kylie in the back, right? Yeah. I, I love her. I, I like her. Yeah. I like her. I didn't know who she was. I was calling her Bailey 2.0. Uh, but I, I really enjoy it's, her. It's great value, Bailey. Like the I, Walmart. Think so. I think she was. I, think I think she was so. a thing first. Well, and I think she's better. Yeah. Than Bailey, I think she's got a better skill set than Bailey's got. She's also got a wider range of emotion than Bailey has. So, uh, you I, know, I I, 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 can, I can totally agree with your con. It does suck that everybody picks everything apart. But it doesn't. It's not going to stop me from. Man, it's not going to stop me from talking crap about Nyla Rose later. (laughs) 
Let's take a quick commercial break, guys. We'll talk back and uh, come back and uh, talk some uh, weekly news and uh, what have you. We'll be right back. Since 2001, drug companies dumped a billion opioid pills in West Virginia, causing over 3,000 overdose deaths and thousands of babies born addicted by no fault of their own. I'm attorney Stephen New. If you're the grandparent or guardian of a child born with neonatal abstinence syndrome, call me. I'll help you seek just compensation. Call the law offices of Stephen P. New at 1-844-BAD-PILLS before time runs out. All right, I think my man Stephen New has a little something he wants to say Yeah, just for those of you who didn't know or don't know, uh, and I didn't know until today, uh, Nyla Rose, I I guess, is either transgender or transvestite. Uh, Maybe a man wrestles as a woman, what have you. Uh, Whatever she is, she sucks. I think the political correct term is transgender. Okay, transgender. Transvestite uh, is like uh, the dude from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Just a sweet a, transvestite. Yeah, there's there's a difference there. Uh, all, all right. Well, anyway, uh, some person at... Frankenfurter. Sorry. <laughs> some PhD. Per, some person tweeted about very disrespectfully towards Nyla Rose and, and another person retweeted them, told who they were, and the Young Bucks uh, by Twitter said this guy's forever blocked at AEW shows. Uh-huh. He'll be escorted uh, from security. So, uh, interesting. Be be careful what you do in 2019. This is not the 80s. You know, so if, if somebody thinks that they're going to be transphobic or homophobic or whatever in 2019 and that that's going to be okay with forward-thinking people it's probably not so well i'm i'm 100 percent okay with the fact that that uh, she's transgender i support transgender rights i have no problem with her penis Uh, the issue that i have is that she sucks in the ring she does suck in the ring yeah exactly she's terrible sure uh, right, ha- having nothing to do with her gender identity. Twenty years no. ago, I never thought in a million years I would hear the phrase, "I have nothing against her penis." Well, sure, that was in the Hangover when <laughs> Stu ended up in Bangkok. I have no issue there. Well, it's not about her being trans. I have seen a whole lot of of hate on on Nyla Rose. All because of her being transgender, That's and I can't, and I can't help but go in and defend her just enough to be able to say there's a lot more things that you should be talking crap about, like the fact that she sucks in the ring and that her outfit's terrible. Now I thought that was a really good four way match. I mean, and I, I'm going to tell you, I I marked out when Awesome Kong came out. Yeah, I, cool. I, I did too. I'm I marked out when Awesome Kong came out because I've always been a, a really big Awesome Kong fan. Uh, I hated that the pregnancy and the what have you derailed her WWE career, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it it lacked a a little bit there. Uh, did you guys see this is kind of a change of subject here? But did you see that there's a new documentary that started last Wednesday on Viceland called The Wrestlers? Hardcore musician Damian Abraham documents the vibrant subcultures of professional wrestling around the world. I I want to start mm-hmm. watching that the Viceland series. If you guys didn't watch the Dark Side of the Ring series, it was absolutely fantastic. The only one I haven't watched yet is the Moolah episode. I haven't uh, either. I'm with you on that one. But it's man, good. From, 
the Von Erics, the Brody, the Monster. Do they go man. into the uh, speculation of her whoring out her girls mm-hmm. and all this? Mm-hmm. They sure do. Yeah, awesome. and it's re- it's really strange because there's like there's girls that I mean it's a lot. I mean Wendy Richter is is the best part because she looks night and day different than she used to. Like Wendy Richter has been through the ringer, and that's for sure. But as far as the uh, as the, the the allegations go, you've got daughters and sons of these wrestlers basically talking about it. Uh, for the most part, there are some of the wrestlers, but some of them are one hundred percent like Moolah pimped my mom, and then the others are like, "That's a lie. No one should be talking about Moolah like that." And they were all there, huh. so it's like who's Who's telling the truth? Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's really weird. But I, I'm anxious to catch up on that one, too. So I'm sure you guys seen this, uh, but there are conflicting reports that claim Vince knew about Sami Zayn's AEW comment beforehand on Raw. And then there are also reports that said Vince was livid after it happened on Raw. Uh, the question I want to ask you guys is, if this was a plant by Vince, by Vince McMahon, do you think this was a smart move or a dumb move? It's a terrible move. Okay, tell me why. Uh, that why. wasn't a plant. Yeah, there, there, I, I don't believe Vince knew about it ahead of time, and I think that it was Sammy's way of reciprocating the nod that the Bucks gave to Sammy during their match. Uh, a lot of El Generico moves, uh, you know, also known or, as Sammy Zayn. Or for those Sammy that don't is, watch Ring of Honor. I told or, you, I only buy brand. <laughs> or or what, Brian? Or Sammy is laying the groundwork <laughs> that every single wrestler who wants to be fired so that they can go work for the cons. I mean, cause really like, that's what I, that as soon as it happened, I was thinking, I mean, did that whole segment was weird. It was. First of all, first if you of were all, a fan, how, if that was yes. a shoot and if you're a fan, why are you asking them dumbass questions? Well, no, that's the thing. If it's not a shoot, if it's not a shoot, then you would get good questions cause you would write them. And you would plant those people in the audience. There's no way in Brian's hell. Brian's saying it, it's too dumb to have been a work. Yeah, it was. It was real fans because real fans, for the majority, are ignorant people, and those ignorant people are out there asking ignorant questions. Anybody who goes along with the work is ignorant, and they're out there like, "Hey, why don't you have the universal title yet?" <laughs> and it's like, what are you talking about? Like, you got a chance. To ask Sami Zayn a question on live TV, and you could see every single question. Now that was somebody's dumb idea. Somebody's dumb idea was like, "Let's get the fans involved. Let's ask them questions on live television in the middle of our show that we want ratings on." That segment was stupid, yeah. and that and it was a dumb idea. And whoever did it w- was probably fired afterwards. But that, that when they went around and they asked those people those questions, you could see it on Sammy's face. Every question that was asked, it was like he was more disgusted that he was even involved see, in this situation. I think they, they loaded the program with the hopes that someone would ask him about AEW so he could have a promo cut against them. I think he well, was I think they gave Sammy here. Here's a response for the first person that says the letters AEW. Now just hope it happens. Now, yeah, and it didn't happen because they right. asked a bunch of Tweedledum people. Why but the, you got the championship, Derek? Derek, well, do you miss do you miss 
The ginger snaps? <laughs> Shut up. You know, it was just retarded. The whole thing was stupid. And oh, I we didn't can't say to... transgender, but we can say retarded, Brian. Come on, man. Get your life together. I, actually, I told you to say transgender and not transgender. No, you said I can't say transvestite, but I can't say but, but we can You say can say transvestite, but just not referring to transgender people. Well, you can't say retarded. You should never say retarded. Mentally challenged, if you want to use that phrasing, sir. All right. Next. I will never stop saying retarded. That's just retarded. Sorry. Let's That's just retarded? Okay. But... But here's a thought before before you cut me off. When Seth Rollins comes to the ring, did you notice how we never heard once? You're not listening to me. Sorry. Never once did we hear that we were going to have Seth Rollins versus Sami Zayn. All night, we didn't get that promo. That, that promo was never ran. I never heard anything about Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn. And then all of a sudden, Seth Rollins comes out for the third time in one night. And the first thing he does is chase Sami Zayn out of the ring after he said AEW, then he picked that chair up and bashed it. I would not doubt one bit if Vince McMahon wasn't sitting there saying, yep. okay, go out there, end this now, break that chair, we're never doing this again. Because we're never going to see that it, electric it, chair it again. It was just awful. I think so. I saw a comparison today and someone said that, I don't know if it was in a three-hour show, or the first two hours of Raw, five matches. Five no, that matches. was probably that was probably a three-hour show because there wasn't many yeah. matches. Yeah, I don't even yeah. think there was one match in the first hour. At the right, the you right. you went said, forty-five minutes before the first, before wrestling, the first match. wrestling match. I which, also think a, Seth Rollins. Maybe in a out. fan of story, uh, like you, Derek likes to give me a hard time about. I like story, but I like good story. I know? don't. I, it's not that you. It's not that I think it's weird that you like story. It's the fact that you can dive into this story that doesn't have a match so much. What like that story about? doesn't make that match any better. It makes oh, a good oh, match yes, it great. Does. No, it doesn't make a bad match good. If it's a bad I mean, match, it's a bad match. I don't care what the story you told me was. That's not true. That's not true. Yeah. I disagree. I, I think Seth Rollins walked out on that first segment for real. I oh, don't think when he Brock was... was jamming out to. That's another thing that was almost made by Khan. You had the Brock party, right? <laughs> Hold on, you had the Brock party, and then two se segments later, you got the Usos having a block party. You can't use the same phrasing, and, and especially that but close together. The first one. He don't speak and, English. Oh, not to mention, <laughs> they pretty the much party. did the first segment over. They had a really? redo. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. They had a redo on the first segment. A redo, basically. And who does, when, when have we ever seen that happen before? Are the, the creative is failing so hard that Seth Rollins, I guarantee you, after hearing, you know, after knowing why Dean left and he was sitting here watching Brock do a freaking 80s two-step with a boombox on his ear, <laughs> Thinking know, to himself, man. why the hell didn't I leave too? And, you know, that's pretty bad when you're universal champion, the best champion in the entire company, your number one spot, is disgusted with what he's doing. Hey, we got a new guy in the chat here on Facebook, Robbie Jean Gannon. Hello, guys. What's up, buddy? Appreciate you tuning in here on the Royal Ramble. Yeah. You will soon find we are full of crap. And we just ramble. But some of us are champions on the show, right, Derek? Right. Some of us watch wrestling, too. Yeah, I watched all kinds of uh, wrestling this week, and I was... We're always just bad. Very excited. Let's move on. Um, 
Moxley's going to be facing Juice Robinson next Wednesday. Uh, his first post match for w, uh, since leaving WWE is at, for the New Japan United States Championship at the last day of the Super Juniors. Next Wednesday, right, Derek? The 5th or something like that? The 5th or the 8th? Yeah, 5th. Yeah. But how how many people is going to be able to tell that story later? You know what I mean? Went from here to here this quick. Made an impact at All Elite Wrestling. And then a week later, a week and a half later, you're over here fighting wrestling, rather, for the New Japan United States Championship. And a lot of people oh, tell that man. story. I got to hear what this guy has to say. Landon, what is going on, buddy? What's up, guys? How you doing? Ah, you know, just sitting here wondering why in the hell Kofi Kingston's still the champ. You know how I am. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like saying why you're still in Royal Rumble champ and you've been there really winning. <laughs> but uh, that's another news. Uh, so, uh, so, real quick, so you guys already did the pros and cons, but uh, so the biggest con that y'all should have said was wrong. Like... That, honestly, I did not like Raw this week at all. Like, everything was so stupid on that show. It's not very often when you see Out of Idol ending, but I'm with you 100%. I did not like it. Uh, I mean, when, what when, the only thing, when the only thing that makes me laugh is R-Truth and Camilla running around with that 24-7 title, that's sad. And is just that what like you want, though? Do you want to laugh like, on a wrestling show? Is that what you, you're... you're you're leaning towards you wanting to laugh on the show. That was the only laugh. But when you have a show, and like out of all my times I watch Raw, I have never seen them like Reznor said had to redo a segment. Yeah, Brian Here's was just the problem, about guys. Your creative team sucks. Can we not agree on that? The creative I, team sucks. I'm with you. After, honestly, uh, after listening, I mean, they're terrible. Steve New actually smartened me up to something earlier that I didn't know. I knew Dana Warrior was on the creative team, but he told me that also Mick Foley's son is on the creative team. Dewey Foley, Dana Warrior on WWE Creative. I mean, if you guys want to know why our program sucks so bad on Monday and Tuesday night, look no further. What in the ever-loving world does Dana Warrior know about booking a match or telling a story. So what you're saying is she uh, she's in the wrong spot there, Steve? Oh, oh yeah, she's, she's in, in a spot. I might have a spot for her, but it darn sure ain't on the WWE creative team. Like, she, she's terrible. She shouldn't even be a part of the creative team. And Dewey Foley, like I, his dad's a legend, but, you know, does that mean that, you know, I mean, flip the script. Could, could Dustin... At Dewey's age, just because... Du- well, but Mick was never even a booker. That's a bad analogy. I, I mean... Yep. How, how old great. is Dewey? 20? So, He's early 20s. That was my con. That was my con wrong. The pro, AEW, I was actually really happy with. And my two... So the good matches I like, of course, the best match I think of the whole entire pay-per-view was Cody... Versus Dustin. Great match, storytelling, everything around. Lennon, I think you're pulling our leg. You need to just level with the watchers, the viewers, the listeners right now. You you watched Double or Nothing for Aja Kong, and you just need to go ahead and admit it, buddy. There's no shame in that. The con 
for AEW? <laughs> oh, Chicago. So, okay, my only con, my only con will probably be the women's title four way match. That'll probably be my only con. Hey, before I let you go, like, before I let you, I'm telling you, I'd watch Rio Abe stand in the kitchen and cook biscuits. Now I'm telling you, I'm gonna watch anything she's on. What's, who was she? Which one was she? What's she wearing, Derek? Anyway, Linda, before I let you go, um, I appreciate you calling in, but before I let you go. Cook biscuits. I don't know if you heard the er, earlier in the show or not, but these guys were trying to pretty much insinuate that I had something to do with Derek getting took out last week. Tell these guys that I would not do something like that. Actually, John, you would do something about that, but it's okay. It's not okay. I just hey, lost connection. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, prank caller. Hey, Lyndon, where were you yeah, last exactly. Wednesday evening? I know he's oh, coming to town. He's in Atlanta, soon. Georgia. He's been talking about coming into town. I don't know if it was last weekend or what. I'm it's, saying it's, that it's, you could have easily contracted Lyndon. Well, I didn't do that. hit on Derek. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Uh, how about this one, guys? Vince Russo thinks that AEW and WWE are in bed together. Brian, I'll, I'm going to let you have this one, big, big, big guy. Man, I, I, you know, uh, obviously not. I mean, it, I mean, and you know what? I'm the I'm the dumb SpongeBob that, uh, that thought that this whole thing was well, I posted that, I thought work. about you, Brian. I'm sure you did. And, and, and it, it truly, I mean, that was me. I was like, it's a work, and obviously it wasn't. But, um, well, the you know, more it I'm, comes out, it looks like, uh, or it seems like that uh, Vince McMahon thought that uh, it was all a, a work as well, and he thought that Mox was uh, going to come to his sentences, so to speak, or whatever. But go ahead. Well, I'm curious to see what Vince Russo is going to say on Truth or Consequences this week uh, coming up about it. Um, we'll see what he, what he has to say. Um, I know he'll definitely be talking about it. I don't know who his, his, uh, host is going to be, cause it's going to be a different host every week, which is a stupid idea. Um, I, Matt Coon was on his last episode this past week talking about what a great idea it was. So just like normal, Matt Coon was wrong as could possibly be because it could be, I mean, it could be good. Thing. It could be good if, if, uh, uh Russo, uh, can steer the ship, but the, if he tries to let somebody come in and do their own uh, hosting every week, that's going to screw everything up. Well, Russo can't steer his own ship. Russo <laughs> can barely speak English, and uh, and that's that's going to be. I mean, but you know, uh, Matt was terrible at it, so I can't imagine anybody being any worse. I mean, here's so- the thing: in my line of work, if you're going to put forth an argument or a position like that. You try to have facts and law to back your position. You have evidence to support your argument. What evidence does well, that's Skidmark why I want, have that well, that's AEW why I and WWE are in bed together? Well, well that's why I want to listen to truth, or, truth with Consequences this week to find out what evidence he does have. Or uh, he's to gonna listen go over to more it. of his uh, spewing. I'm still I indifferent mean, about uh, Vince Russo. I have been for years. Sometimes I have a love-hate relationship. on my freaking nerves. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you on that. I got a love-hate relationship with Vince Russo. I do think that there is a place on the WWE creative team for Vince Russo. Um, but the reason why he they would have somebody with experience. Right. Sorry, well, but the, 
I'm sorry. I got to go back to Facebook here. Lyndon, he's, he says, uh, answer your question, John Kevin Cole, Steve New. I was watching the show last week, and I will be in West Virginia this weekend, and I'm kicking your ass, JCC. You don't want none of me. Yeah, you don't want none of me, Lyndon. I don't know why you're talking about you going to kick my ass. I ain't do nothing to you. All right. So, anyway, back to what we were talking about. Vince Russo could have a place on the team, but the problem with that is, is Vince Russo cannot be on a team. Vince so, Russo. So you're saying, uh, you're saying there's a spot for Russo, Brian? I was saying that there could be a position for Mr. <laughs> Russo, but but I believe that there is no uh, there's no way to do that because Russo's not going to be on a team. You're right. He, ref- he, he, he don't I mean, play he well with others at all. He, he can't does not work and play well with others. But if he could, he would be a great addition to a team as long as you could close out his bad ideas and only keep his good ones. Yeah, Which, he's one I of these mean, type of people well, that my you, aunt uh, Betty. Had a scrotum, bam, she'd be lamb. my Uncle Tommy. Oh, Aunt Betty had a scrotum, bam, lamb. <laughs> you know that song, dude. There was something similar on, to it, but that one throws <laughs> me a little bit. How about this one? I, I'd like to get your response to this, Derek. This is what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start passing these uh, these uh, news topics to individuals, so that way we don't all right. spend all, all day on it. Derek, Joey Ryan reportedly turned down an offer from All Elite Wrestling. What do you think about that? Joey Ryan knows his worth. He knows what he makes on the indies right now, and if you're gonna if you're gonna cut off his lifeline, offer him the money, and he knows WWE's off offered lifeline. him the money as well. Like cut off his lifeline. That's are you talking about <laughs> well, his wiener? You gonna treat him like John Bobbitt? What I mean, if dude does well letting people grab his junk, then hey, make your money, bro. <laughs> Did you see that picture? There's of a whole industry of people I, that do this. It's called go pornography. Ahead. Go ahead, Brian. Did you see that picture of Mark Henry like he was about to grab Joey Ryan's junk? Yeah. That was pretty funny. Did you guys see uh, Casey King is a guy who wrestles for Gary at ASW, <laughs> the King of Kentucky or whatever he calls himself. Did you guys see that spot from Casey King where he did it on some veteran wrestler and none of the Joey Ryan moves worked? And the fans actually laughed. That's the, that's the only time that I have ever laughed is Casey trying the Joey Ryan stuff and it not working. Casey doesn't have a magical dong. Well, apparently not. I mean, he wouldn't be the first guy from Kentucky that I've ever known that didn't have a magical dong. But be that as it may, it was actually really funny. All right, Steve, this one's for you. WWE continues to cancel live events. Last Monday's SmackDown Live show was canceled, and next week's show is canceled as well. you think uh, this is kind of the direction we're going to be going now? I think this is the direction that we are going because WWE, and I've, I've never understood that, why you'd run a SmackDown house show opposite your WWE Monday Night Raw live on television. I mean, like... Who do they think is going to be at that show? I mean, these people want to watch Raw, you know. They and and it's a secondary market. Like on the night that Raw was in either Lexington or Louisville last time, their SmackDown crew was doing a house show in Huntington, West Virginia. It didn't draw very well, from That's what, what I, I understand. Heard. It did not draw well. And from what I heard, you know, and watching message boards and things like that, people just didn't want to go. They they wanted to watch Raw, 
shortly after WrestleMania, thinking that, well... Uh, something good going to happen. Yeah, something good's going to happen. And they, they watched Raw, didn't go to the live show. The live show suffered from it. And, of course, we all suffer because of what Raw is right now. Uh, speaking of message boards, Brian, uh, this one's for you. Lars Sullivan deletes his Twitter account. He still has his Instagram account, but he hasn't posted to that since May 3rd. Do you think uh, Lars deleting his Twitter account is going to save the public uh, opinion on him? Um, honestly, does it even matter? It doesn't matter what we think about him. They're still going to shove him right down our throats. That's true. Now he's going to have a three-on-one handicap match. You might as well fire those three Mexican guys and send them to AEW so they can go make something of themselves. You got three super talented luchadors that are now going to all three on the same night job to Lars Sullivan in Saudi Arabia for blood money. Yeah, it 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 really is. Especially since Callisto and uh, and Grand Metalik are so awesome. Like, why are you doing this to I, them? Look, it's just like this, and until McMahon dies or leaves, it's going to be this way. You're going to have some undeserving guy like Lars Sullivan, um, who look. And is it me or does he look old? Who Lars? Yeah. There's a lot of gray in that beard of his. Uh, he looks old. You got a problem with people mm-hmm. graying that beard, Steve? Uh, well, I mean, it, yeah. It, it's like Derek was saying, I got a problem with him taking up time from some more deserving young talent who's in the back, like EC3. Well, this is w- Push EC3 this down our throats, Vince, not about. Lars Sullivan. These guys are, are infamous for uh, pulling the, uh, I'm going to start calling it the Moxley. Uh, they're not gonna. They're gonna do what they want to do. Uh, Derek, uh, Chris Jericho tells Excalibur on Twitter to learn how to commentate, and then he won't have to kiss everyone's ass. You think that was a shoot or just I, Jericho being Jericho? I think that's Jericho being Jericho. Um, <laughs> shoot, because I don't think Excalibur's the problem with the commentary team. I wasn't it's Alex Marvez. Marvez sucked, but I wasn't a big fan of uh, uh, Excalibur either. I can't get past the mask. That really, I just can't get past that. Jim Ross was terrible too. Let's just be honest. He wasn't he, that bad. I mean, it was Jim Ross. Uh, I mean, you know what? He wasn't that bad because he was sitting beside of those two jobbers. That the fact that the fact that he, I mean, he is a shell of his former self. And and the only thing that made him sound good was being beside of those two. Well, in Marvez's defense, this is the first ever wrestling show he's ever called. Yes, uh, AEW is stupid for putting him in that position. If you ask me. Um, straight out the gun, but hopefully, whenever we they they have another show, hopefully they're gonna switch some things up, and try some different stuff because I'm not against a three man commentary Why was team. He mumbling though, there were times when him. <laughs> no, that was Jim I... Ross. That was Jim Ross. <laughs> yeah, that was Jim Ross stammering to himself. But did you see the one shot where the camera shot on the three guys, and you could tell that they weren't ready for it, like they expected it was gonna happen. But they didn't know when, and the camera's shooting at them, and they're all like, <laughs> for like 20 seconds or something. That was really hilarious. You should rewatch Double or Nothing. Just there to catch was some that. bad camera work with AEW, uh, Double or Nothing. There, there was some bad, like I thought. Um, during the, the there one, was some missed camera shots. There really was some, some messed yeah. up camera shots and. 
the refs, particularly the female ref, you could openly see her whispering to the guys what the next sequence That's lack of experience from the cameraman, though. Uh, right, you, yeah. you take the camera off right. of that. Like, right, right, I right. thought they left the camera on Dustin blading a little too long. Like, you know, I... How about uh, twice in the night, uh, a lot of people start talking about, but when they rang the bell by mistake. Yeah. You can't let that happen. Right. It's just, it'll... Well, did you see pains, where I did think. you see yeah. where Dustin was trying to say he didn't blade? Oh, really? Yeah, he said it was yeah. uh, when, when Brandy hit him with the cane. Cause that so he he took the the corner, and then he's laid in the corner. So Brandy takes Cody's cane to his head, and then he comes out of the ring, and then he hits the spear, and and it was apparently he says it's the cane that got him, oh. but he was here, underneath the ring, yes. conveniently. Maybe he was looking for Hornswoggle. Uh, Derek, this was for you. AEW pulls Pac from Fighter Fest. It was originally scheduled to be three on three: Omega and the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros and Pac. He has been replaced with the flyer by a silhouette uh, insinuating a mystery man. Do you think this is it for Pac? Do you think he's done blew his shot there? Um, I don't know if he's completely blown his shot. But if I, I was running the show, if, if I'm one a businessman and and you have an issue here, you know we're gonna we're gonna take you completely out until we can figure out how to work out this issue because sure. he would be a great asset to that team. He's a fantastic performer, but if you're not here to play ball, you go play for somebody else. I agree. I agree. Yeah, like Dragon Gate, where nobody's paying attention to you. What the hell is Dragon Gate anyway? It sounds like a a, a video game. Uh, Mr. Attorney Stephen P. New Terry Reynolds was arrested for gun possession this morning. She was charged by uh, for carrying a concealed weapon, which is a Class Three felony. If convicted, she could face up to five years in prison and up to five thousand dollars in fines. Uh, Seeing where she was bailed out, uh, bonded out rather. Um, my question for you is, could you get her off? Could you get her off out of being in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> I just made my whole boy so blush let me answer. So, Steve, I, he, he, wants, he wants to say, he, he you know, both. I could get Terry Runnels off beyond a shadow of any doubt in this world. I got now, some now that we're talking about I don't need that, brother. Now, uh... In all seriousness, I have had a couple of these kinds of cases before, and TSA, number one, TSA takes that stuff really seriously. Sure, they should. But there is, with this crime, an intent element that is very hard for the government to prove. You have to show that someone had a specific intent to try to get that onto a plane so, so she if, could just say it was a mistake. It, right. If she says, hey, I normally carry this. I've got a concealed carry. I just didn't think to take it out, put it in my car, which which you're you're not even supposed to bring it on to federal government air, airport property. Sure. Uh, but having done a couple of these cases, she'll probably plead it down to a misdemeanor, pay a fine. I doubt that anything sticks. Uh, but, I, you know, it's a boneheaded move. I've represented a couple of doctors that have concealed carry, and they've got a bag that they carry with them everywhere because they were prescribing 
opioids or, you know, they're afraid they were going to get jumped for their script pad. There you have it, guys. Steve New can get Terry Reynolds off, but it's not going to stick, so you don't got nothing to worry about. Oh, no, it'll stick. <laughs> he knows it'll well, stick. Uh, All right, bro. What, you, uh, wait, wait, wait. The real question here is what the hell is Terry doing running around with a gun full of cop killers? Anyway. Well, like, uh, like Steve said, it could be a points? simple mistake. She seems like she's a little ditzy. Have you ever met her in person? Yeah. Is she ditzy? She, uh, no, actually, no, no? She, she's not. Okay, she's, so uh, she's... She's a serious cougar. Okay. I yeah, saw I her say, in April in New York, and that she night, she was serious. She can't be ditzy. She used to be Alexander York, and she used to 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 come up with the conclusion of matches on her on her computer. She helped Terry <laughs> Taylor be a winner. Yeah, didn't she bring a calculator or an adding machine? No, it was a, it was a laptop. She had a laptop. La- a that, laptop. There, there that you go. Computed the York. perfect way. That computed the perfect way to defeat her opponents. And in case you're going to ask John Covey, yes, this was 92 WCW. I figured it, it was it, Brian, and I yeah. was getting ready to yeah. ask. So, but she's a she's a nice nice lady. But 11 hollow points in a in a Glock nine. It's going to work, boys. <laughs> she was. I'm all in. I'll show you how double or nothing works. Uh, all right, uh, Brian, Road Dog is now working on the NXT brand. Do you think he's going to have something to do with creative there? you think he's going to be helping at the Performance Center? What do you think is going to be his role? I, I heard he was doing training and uh, match production, which I'm okay with that. If he gets into the creative, um, I guess we'll just be talking crap about NXT every week. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? Oh, I know. I just didn't call about it. Guys, we're going to take another quick commercial break, come back and – Talk a little bit about uh, our topic this week, which is the alleged war, WWE versus AEW. Is it a war? Is it going to be a war? I don't know. We'll talk about it when we come back. We'll be right back. Two attorneys. One location. Kevin Ward and Josh Miller. Hello, my name's Gavin Ward. I'm an attorney serving Southern West Virginia. If you need help with a real estate transaction or closing, probating a state, a property dispute, estate planning, or bankruptcy, give us a call. We can help. Hello, I'm attorney Josh Miller. I serve Southern West Virginia. If you've been injured in a car accident or hurt on the job or charged with a crime, please come see me today. I can help. For a free consultation, call 681-207-7400. Dorsey's Hogtails, located on U.S. Route 60, just off of Route 19 and just past Midland Trail High School. There's always something going on at Dorsey's, and you can bet that whatever it is, it's a good time. Be sure to try some of the best food in southern West Virginia. Then, you can sharpen those billiard skills with a relaxing game of pool. Dorsey's also offers some of the best live local music in the region on most weekends. So what are you waiting for? Stop in and see what makes Dorsey's so great. That's Dorsey's Hogtails, located on U.S. Route 60, just off of Route 19 in Heiko. And we're back. Um... Go ahead and tell your joke, John. <laughs> No. Shout out this week to my friend Brian Last of the 605 Super Podcast, The Mothership. Now, hold on. I want you to give him the intro that Corny gives him on the show. 
<laughs> let me see, let me see how it goes. Don't forget Flying Trademark. Brian, the podcasting lion. Yes, the uh, king of the Arcadian vanguard. Swammy's pappy. Swammy's pappy. There's no one I really love. The the post office playboy. Swammy's pappy. <laughs> Susie's love child. He's got a bunch. Uh, he's of got a bunch of them. Something about the French. Toast chateau. Yes, the proprietor, proprietor of the French Toast Chateau. <laughs> Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> those guys. Those guys. Oh, those guys they have a great, great time. They, yeah, they, they have a good time. If you guys haven't heard, Cornette picked up a new sponsor this week, Manscaping. Oh, and listen how this happened. <laughs> Somebody tweeted uh, Dash and Dawson. The revival after the back shaving skit. So Manscaping tweets them and says, "Hey, if you guys need a sponsor, we'll be more than happy to sponsor you." And to which they go, "Well, we can't take any sponsors right now, but why don't you sponsor our friend Cornette?" Really? And they did. Really? They got Manscaping in touch with Brian Last, and there you have it. So they sent Cornette. A box of stuff, and we need to figure out how to get some some some, some rubs like that. Well, I mean, I know you can get Terry Reynolds off, but I need somebody to give me the rub. <laughs> so you keep talking blue chew. Are you going to need one? Before That's long? right. All right. I told you guys last week that we were going to uh, do a uh, shooting straight with Brian Logan. We've been unable to get up with him. Surprise, surprise. Big shock. Uh, so that may be coming in the future. I don't know, but if not, I apologize. Would you take Would you take him out too, John? We made two. I ain't took nobody out, Brian. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'll believe you when you take them shades off. I ain't took nobody out. Can I put them back on? Thanks. Appreciate no, I believe you. I believe you now. Nope, nope. He did it. Man. Guilty. I don't talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Guys, let's talk a little bit about AEW versus WWE. Do you believe it's a thing? Do you think it's a war? Or do you think at this point... It's kind of just sit back and wait and see what happens. Derek, start. I'll start with you since you're an indie darling, and it's kind of uh, your thing. It's kind uh, of your thing. So I, I don't think it's a war today, but I think by summer of next year, you'll know for a fact. I, I think they're gonna they're they're gonna play smart. They're not gonna hit Monday nights right away. Obviously, there's there's no reason for it, but. Let them get going a little bit. I mean, what they they did ten million dollars pay per view buys. You know, uh, what was it? Uh, Fourteen thousand. Some people bought tickets to double or nothing. They have no TV product. They have, they have nothing other than hey, we're gonna be here. Come watch That's us. That's what worries me. You say next summer, but what worries me, and I hope it doesn't happen. But what's going to happen when they have to come up with compelling storylines every single week? You can't just send two dudes out there, or four dudes, or six dudes. I mean, out yes, there. Well, I, now, I, I get it. You got Chris Jericho, you got Gold Dust, you got Arn Anderson in the back, Dave Malenko in the back, that's been doing this stuff with WWE for years. But I'm, I'm hoping that they do this the right way, and I'm kind of at part of me is upset that the show's not coming until October. But part of me is like, okay, that's a smart business move. Get all your ducks in a row before you jump in. Yeah. Um, but that's you know, don't you think that they will be rehearsing this summer i'll bet you i'll bet you why wouldn't they be setting up their storylines right now they rent an arena somewhere and a lot of the little bugs and the production issues and the things mm -hmm. like that 
I bet you they spend the, the, the summer working those out. They're going to have a couple of shows between now and then yeah. to help work the bugs out. Something I was going to mention earlier when you were talking about it and I didn't get the chance to, I think that it's really stupid to allow John Moxley to wrestle anywhere except for, for AEW. Everybody should be like on the edge of their seats waiting for the next chance to see John Moxley. And they should not be so able you're to saying see they should John kind Moxley. of be using him like, like how WCW would use thing when he walked away and, and uh, you didn't know when he was coming back to strike or not necessarily, but they should use him as their main attraction because right I, now he is. I, I, di I disagree. When Flair was the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Champion, Derek, something you know nothing about. Woo! He went to Japan and wrestled for Baba. He went to Texas and in front of 40,000 people of 400000 in 1984 dollars. Sold out Texas Stadium where the Dallas Cowboys. Did you just say 1984 dollars? 1984 dollars. So if you did an inflation calculator. Oh, I got to say. I see what you're saying now. I thought you had a mental typo there. I see what you're saying now. Dollars. Some of us. Grand some of us aren't worth. as educated as you, Steve. I right. apologize. All right. So, well, but anyway, Flair went to other places. And right. That's Ric Flair. In the but, NWA, which was the number one of, company in the world. But they're kind of trying to bring back the territories, but and, he, and I enjoy well, that. Well, and here's the other thing. I don't have a TV program until October. Hey, go out there and make sure everybody knows who you are. So come October, you only belong to me, because I have you for three years for $6 million a year. Well, and, and that's what I think is the difference, Brian, because they don't have a current product. So why wouldn't they let... They have shows booked. They they have a couple of just a couple of they got shows. Two more booked right now. Fighter, Fighter Fest and All Out. Yeah, right? yeah. So I, I mean they they I think to raise to to elevate the profile that they've got to have guys like the Bucks out there wrestling in places. They've got to have people like Kenny Omega out wrestling in other places and Moxley and Jericho if he wants to go somewhere. I think they've wrestle. all done a I think they've all done a real good job of convincing Tony Khan that that's what they need to do so they can make more money. But in all actuality, if I'm Tony Khan, none of you guys are wrestling anywhere. I, 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 I want everybody to be waiting on my team. And when show. I get a few billion from either the lottery or some case, I will let you Three run my wrestling promotion. I disagree with him. Why do you want him to let me run? We're, we're gonna butt heads. Well, that, well that's why. That's why he wants <laughs> the three what of I us. Want in the creative. He room. he I wants want, somebody to throw I an idea, somebody else to shoot it down, and then somebody to bring logic in. Why not? Instead of just having Dewey and, and then Dana, you guys will text or message me, and I'll tell. I'll make the final decision. And that's how we'll go. So on. you're gonna be the Tony Khan, and we'll be the Young Bucks and uh, Cody. Cody. And, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So can I bring my brother in and make him bleed like a stuck pig? Are you sure can. You're not the Cody. Yes. Get out of here. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Who said you were Cody? You guys are the Bucks. <laughs> I'm not Easily. no Buck. Look, the, the, yeah, you, you guys are the Bucks. <coughs> I'm the champ, right. okay? I'm, right. I'm not so, a I mean, Buck. reasonable minds can I'm differ, Brian. I like the idea of the guys being out there. I always like cross-promotionals. Uh, you know, Cornette was talking about it this week on the drive-thru where – when you had great American bashes in the summers uh, and you went to different towns, sometimes they'd run with whoever was local there. Like if they were in Memphis, if they took a great American bash uh, to Memphis, they would cross-promote with Jarrett uh, and Lawler 
and have their guys on the shows and and did tons of business. So I hope AEW does the exact same thing. I hope they have AEW New Japan shows. I hope they have AEW ROH. I'm going to agree with I'm Impact going to agree shows. with you and you to an extent. I like the idea of having the guys go out and keep their names relevant and say, hey, this fall we're going to be part of a thing. But I've been, you can quote me on saying this on the show before, I don't like these guys working and sharing talent with other companies. Once the TV show starts, that should be it. You should be exclusive AEW. See, I, and I believe that for the AEW contracted guys. I don't want them going anywhere else, but... I wouldn't mind having hey, Lucha Okada come over, I and I wouldn't mind that. having Ibushi come over and, and performing on my product. I'm not letting you have my guys. That ain't going to work, But then. send them over so that. they can have a name in the U.S. you got to give and receive, my brother. Luchasaurus. I'm giving them airtime. Luchasaurus is so good to have such a dumb gimmick and name. I think that's Omega from uh, Walking Dead, actually. Actually, you know, you know, it kind of looks like uh, Alistair Black. Like they got Alistair Black to put on a mask and just come on over. I, hey, see, guys, I see where he's got his master's degree. Six inches degree. taller than you know Master Black. Yeah, he's I'm not a, sure in what, but he's got his master's degree. They, yeah, they talked about that during the show. Little dinosaur arms, <laughs> thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why you couldn't get Terry off because you got the dinosaur arms. <laughs> that's right. Now, make no mistake about it. Um, there are so many questions still up in the air about All Elite Wrestling, but their first production was a huge hit, in my opinion. Do you guys agree? Absolutely. I agree. What, what, I, I, got, now, I got a question for you. Well, hey, well, go ahead, go ahead go Steve. Ahead. When did the Monday Night Wars become the Monday Night Wars? Uh, on, how, on how Monday. Sorry. Sorry. It, it was after Hogan Swerve, right? Uh, no, it wasn't. Before. It was no, before. it was before Way Hogan before. Swerve. Actually, the, the day the Monday Night Wars started was the night that Lex Luger walked out but, on Monday uh, Nitro. All right. It got hot with with Hogan Swerve. Did you guys see the Lex Luger right. uh, image with Ambrose's face on it? Yes. That was great. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, you know, okay, that that that's what I'm trying to ask. When did the Monday Night what year did the Monday Night War start? 95? 96. 96. Late 96, I believe. Hogan Swerve was at Bash Bash mm. at the Beach. That was mid 96. So it'd but be July late late 96. So it'd be late 95 the Monday Night War started. Yeah, that okay, right. late 95 by July of 96, they got hot. I mean, cuz you could say what was it? It was March March 21st. Scott Hall jumped the guardrail in 96. I don't right, know who he right. was, but we, you didn't know I was there. We didn't know. Hey, yo. Uh so you know, I'm thinking and the Monday Night Wars were hot, 96, 97, and for the better part of 90, in March of 98, WWF overtook mm -hmm. the, the, the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. They, they overtook WCW in the ratings. And it was still, for 98, up into Starcade of that year when Hogan and Sting faced off, it was still competitive. And WCW started dying in '99, and we know how that ended. But for yeah. three solid years there, man, that, it was hot. So I'm going to have to see how much of a build-up period we've got with AEW. And you know, I think that come October, there's going to be a lot of that '96, early '97 feel of who's who's going to show up, who's going from what company. To what? Because is it going to be a situation where there's rumors of a guy who's going to sign with AEW 
And then WWE swoops in, offer an MJF. Right. Let's say MJF is not exclusive to AEW come early 2020. Who's he going to sign with? He's the hottest commodity in professional wrestling. And which program is he going to show up? That's what's going to create this war. Uh, Brian Reznor, what was your question, my friend? My question is uh, all out. You got the stars beside the logo. Do those stars stand for Chicago, or do those stars mean that we're going to see CM Punk? It's it's in Chicago again. I mean, I know be, it's in Chicago, and, and, you, and those and you stars could are put on them the there and hope that he decides he wants to come back. But if not, then it's there because it's Chicago. This is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping with all the allure and the pizzazz and the the love of wrestling coming back because of what the Young Bucks and Cody have done. Uh, and Tony Khan with All Elite Wrestling. I'm hoping that brings CM Punk back because he left essentially because of what John Moxley was talking about on Jericho's podcast. Yeah, being he was fed being up with the crowd instead of being yeah. professional wrestlers. Because and, and that's the one thing that I hope comes out of this is freedom, freedom for these guys. Freedom. Sorry. Is the freedom for and these I'm proud guys? Proud to be an American. Oh my goodness! Right. At least I know I'm the champ, Derek. Sorry, go ahead, Steve. I hope these guys get their freedom to cut good promos, to call their matches in the ring, which is a lost art in professional wrestling. I hope they gain. I hope the boys gain a lot of that freedom back. Okay, here's a question for you: Who's next? Who's going to AEW? Who's leaving? Who's leaving WWE for AEW? First, John, go ahead. The next in line, or so, so the next who we think is going, or the next person we would absolutely love to see go. Who? Uh, well, let's start with this. Who's the next big acquisition? Hold on, this I'm is the last question to... of the show. We we're already running for a long time, so this is it, man. Make it make it good. Um, oh, we're already closing yeah. it down. Yeah, we've been here for a while. I knew it was okay. be tough to get everything in. Well, the acquisition, the uh, who do you think? I mean, it could be more than one person. Who do obviously? You think? I don't. I don't know everybody's contract status, but the the one that I would like to see go over next that I feel it's not like who, is not who you would like. Who you think? Who I think is going to be going over next? Yeah, the most logical. You're making a prediction right now. In 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 twelve mm-hmm. months' time, uh, let's say in October. In October, who's going to be set to make a debut from the WWE to AEW on their I'm TV show? I'm going to say the revival. I got one. I'm going to say the revival. Luke Harper. Okay. Uh, because I can't. I don't want to say those two because they said it. But the guy I want to go is Corey Graves. Oh. Ooh. Wow, that is a the, good one. That voice with that product is perfect. Can you imagine if I was a, JR out the way he does uh, Byron? <laughs> Kit, if I was going to pick a perfect uh, uh, announce team for AEW, it would be Corey Graves and, and uh, Mario Ronaldo. Yeah. Uh, that would be a perfect, perfect pair. But you know who I think is going to go? Who's that? Seth Rollins. You think so? I he's do. The, he's the champ. He's the man right now. I don't think he cares. I think that he's st- so disgusted. After Monday night, I, if you'd asked me this last week, I'd have said, no way. After seeing Monday Night Raw 
And after seeing his the look on his face during all of his his segments, Seth doesn't want to be there. You can tell Seth doesn't want to be there. Being Cliff, our our friend from across the pond, across the pond, Great Britain, from other lands, says Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. It's not a. So let, let me ask you this: Do you think that's the reason they gave Brock? the money in the bank briefcase so he didn't have to take the belt off Seth to do all this crap with Goldberg to, to piss Seth off so he won't leave? Uh, I don't I don't know. I think that Brock being involved, period, is doing nothing but pissing everybody off. Um, everybody knows he's making more money and working less than everybody else. And I think that that's one of the reasons why a lot of people are unhappy. And I'll tell you what, I know for a fact there are at least at least 20 people on that roster that want to leave. There are there are I mean I, I know this for a fact that Heath Slater hasn't signed his contract. Yep. True story. And, he's, been a, he's been a free agent for what like 4 years now. <laughs> but but well, out no, of he's the, got a new contract that's supposed to be supposed to be issued. He has yet to sign it. That was a joke, bro. But out of those 20 people who does AEW want? That's what I was going to ask. I know I just said we was going to close the show, but I can't yet. I can't do it. Well, do you guys you know, feel? Do you guys feel that John Moxley was the Hulk Hogan? If not, who does AEW need to make that big of an impact? I, I think AEW wants AJ Styles. You correct me if I'm AJ wrong. AJ ain't going. Do you think? AEW wants people with an indie background like Moxley. Yes. They, I, I, I don't think they will take anybody that's come straight out of the WWE performance. You don't I, think they'd I, take Randy Orton if they had a chance? Horseshit. They would take anybody that's got a name from WWE right now, and you'd be stupid not to. You, you would be stupid not Derek? to. Because my future's bright. Sorry. Um, you want to know why like I wear mine? To see through your see. bullshit. I study nuclear science. <laughs> I love my classes. I got a crazy teacher. He wears dark glasses. Um, Brian, I told you I wasn't giving you a final thought this week, so I'm going to pitch it to our partners here. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I don't get to talk about that. But <laughs> no, everybody's talking not. about Probably that. Probably not. Everybody's talking about that. Come on, John. Uh, before we go any farther, I'm going to tell you guys this weekend at Lake Stevens, they're having their annual beach blast starting on Friday, going through Sunday. Carnival rides on Friday and Saturday, live music by Under the Gun Corps and Brandon Perkins. And they're going to be doing a Church in the Park Sunday, June 2nd at 2 p.m. You guys go check that out. And still um, no wrestling. And still no wrestling this year, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But before we get out of here, Steve New, you got any final thoughts? Month of June. Uh, Derek, if you're up, John, if you're up, uh, our guests last week were fantastic. They were from a lot of different, uh, West Virginia is abundantly blessed, I believe, with great independent professional wrestling right here, sure. close to home, and I'm going to try to hit as much of it as I possibly can in the month of June. From Saturday, June 1, Saturday, where are you going Saturday? I don't know. Uh, WVCW has got a show in Bluefield. I'm probably going to go check those guys out uh, mm -hmm. again. They always do great work. Yep, yep. Gary's got a show June 29 uh, with uh, Summer Ray and Jillian Hall. the gal the Jillian Hall who couldn't sing. Yep. And there, I know Real Shoot's got some stuff going on in June. Yeah. Um, 
Pro Wrestling Conquest, IWE East Coast. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's so much wrestling here in the state. It's, right, it's it's ridiculous. Right. We're abundantly blessed here. Just got get out and get out and watch this great wrestling. It, it's it's guys working hard to put on great shows. Guys and gals, go out and see them. Uh, actually, I found out today that XMCW is going to be back at Buffalo Wild Wings August eighth here in Beckley. August eighth. All right, cool. A little outside free show they do every year. Nice. Uh, do you know who the they're ones- bringing? They're the ones who ran in uh, Oak Hill a couple months ago. Is that no, right? No. No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, it's actually where my boys got to meet Ricky Morton for the first time, and then uh, a little bit later, the follow. The, I think it was the following year, they went to the Hall of Fame. Of course, yeah. my boys are marking out. They're like, oh, we just seen them. Took a picture with him. <laughs> yeah, it's the also the first time I ever seen uh, Ron Mathis. Oh yeah. Was that an XCMW show? XCMW, XMCW. I don't know. Championship Wrestling. Brandon Ashworth Wrestling Federation. There it is. That's it. Uh, That's what it is. B-A-W-S. I heard a rumor that there may possibly be a a special surprise at that show. I'm just saying. Keep your eyes open on that. Derek, final thoughts? Yeah, stop hating on AEW. Stop picking it apart. Watch it for what it is. Enjoy pro wrestling. Stop being a critic and enjoy it. That's why you can't enjoy it anymore because you sit there and dissect it and dissect it and dissect it and you get down to that that detail about it and you just don't enjoy it anymore. And I, are you talking are you talking to me specifically? I'm talking to anybody I'm that's like looking. I feel like you're calling me out. No. You, you know, Need to watch pro wrestling and enjoy it, Brian Reznor, because I don't, don't think you're a fan anymore. If we don't, like, if there's no more criticizing wrestling, won't our show go away? No, yeah. we can still talk about we can the say good. Nice things about people. Look, talk about how great it is. I hope we get to the point with this competition where, where steel sharpens steel, and, and AEW yes. causes WWE to. Elevate their game. That's our goal. Our goal is to eventually eliminate cons from our program. There it is. There it is. But I don't think we're going to get there. We don't want to eliminate Tony Khan. And Saeed. Khan with a C. He's got twice as much money as Vince McMahon. Brian, I told you I wasn't going to give you any final thoughts, but I've. uh, I get to talk about it? No, you can't talk about it, but I'm going to give you the floor, and uh, I want you to make me proud. What's your you final want, thoughts on You want me to make you proud with a live mic? Mm. <laughs> final thoughts. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> exactly. That's what I would do. I have, I have a, I, 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 that's one of my biggest uh, uh, cons, if you will, is I trust people. And Brian, I'm trusting you right now. Well, you know what? My biggest con was that I trusted someone too. But we're not going to get into that. <laughs> Join us next week right here on the Royal Ramble. There you go, guys. You heard it. Ooh, um, ramble on. Steve New, Derek Jones, back in the studio again. Good to have you back. I don't care what you said. I had nothing to do hey, with taking you out. Don't you have security cameras out front? Uh, Ring. I, we got to talk I, after the show. I think Ring. I do. Let's end this show so we can watch uh, that. For Brian Reznor in uh, Fort Myers, Florida, yeah, I just uh, located you. So if you got any haters out there, they know where you're at. Steve New. <laughs> There it goes. I'm John Cody Cole, the Royal Ramble champion. Oh, wait, before we go, next week here on the show. Oh, wait, that's not next week. Uh, Next week, we're going to be discussing who was the best authority figure of all time. 
Excuse me. Uh, uh, Vicky? Uh, sticky Vicky. Could you give Vicky off? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. That's I all the time. old no biatch. <laughs> See you guys next week. Ramble on. Please go give us a five-star review and also check out our Facebook at facebook.com slash royalramble304. You can find us on Twitter at royalramble304. 